It has been two years since my mother died at 90 years of age. My 95-year-old father often says, we were married for 71 years, but I wanted another 71 years with her. His days are filled with prayer. He enjoys his family and especially his great-grandchildren, but he laments, this world promises me four more years of discord and dissension, or I can have an eternity with your mother. Which do you think I wish for? In his first letters to the Corinthians, chapter 15, Paul teaches that the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ make up the eternal mystery of the Christian life. In his words, if for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are all people most to be pitied. As Christ rose again, we rest on the assured hope that we too shall rise again if we but live according to his teachings. Our Lord's resurrection was necessary to complete the mystery of our salvation and redemption. By his death, Christ liberated us from sin. By his resurrection, he restored us to the most important of those privileges which we had forfeited by sin. Today's first reading from Daniel and the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Mark are considered ap apocalyptic. We, as we approach the end of our liturgical year, the first Sunday of Advent is only two weeks away, Holy Mother Church teaches, uses the readings to focus on the end times to lead us to consider our life during this pilgrimage on earth and that how we live will determine where we spend eternity. While today's readings have the feel of something dark, threatening, foreboding, if we look deeper into them, we realize their message is that death does not have the final word and neither does our secular world. We hear too much of the cacophony of this culture and its worldview. We need to focus on the word of God, which gives us the opportunity to live life to the fullest now and in death join the saints in eternal glory. In the worldview, and particularly Hollywood, the term apocalypse is about destruction, violence, and demonic death. But its true meaning is that of an unveiling where God plans for humanity is revealed. Thus, its related term, revelation. Through his word made flesh, God the Father is calling us to realize that this world, this life as we know it, will end, but there is much more promise to us which will be unveiled at the wonder, and the wonder of it we can barely imagine. 
Daniel describes the end times in his vision wherein God speaks to him, at that time there shall arise Michael, the great prince, guardian of your people. It shall be a time unsurpassed in distress since the nations began until that time. Jesus is even more descriptive of the distress in the undoing of creation. In those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from the sky, and the powers in heaven will be shaken. Terribly descriptive indeed, and easy to make one think apocalyptic means destruction. But again, looking closer, we find revealed the hope and promise of our Lord, the unveiling of God's plan for humanity. Daniel follows the dreadful prophecy with these words, many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some shall live forever, others shall be an everlasting horror and disgrace. But the wise shall shine brightly like the splendor of the firmament. And those who lead the many to justice shall be like the stars forever. Listen as Jesus also provides hope following his words of fearful destruction. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the end of the earth to the end of the sky. The predicted darkness will come following the tribulation and it will be offset by the light of Christ, the Son of Man coming in the clouds, will shine brighter than all the suns of the universe and will light our way to eternal glory. Christ promises us peace such as the world cannot give. In John's gospel, at the end of chapter 16, he tells us, do you now believe? The hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered, every man to his home, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said this to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. By his life, death, burial, and resurrection from death, Christ provides us with hope and promise that we can live forever if we but follow the greatest commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. It is a promise we can trust, one that can, we can count on as my Father does. Let us not resist his first coming so that we may not dread his second 